Hello, everybody. Happy New Tier. Uh, welcome to Apathetic Scenes number 58. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tom Rush, your host as always, and joined with me is Billy Roche. How are you doing, Billy? Happy New Year to you. Uh, you've been practising that uh, that intro for quite a few. You obviously, when we joined on Zoom, and I joined on Zoom, uh, you yeah. used that. And then I think we should go with... Spoiler alert, this is probably going to appear later in the podcast, but we're renaming the podcast now to Absolute Disasters after that <laughs> oh, yeah. introduction. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How, how has your Christmas been? Because obviously when we last spoke, technically, was before yeah. Christmas. And then we had the episode, the quiz, special episode with Harry after Christmas. But we, spoiler, we'd re, uh, we recorded it before. <laughs> um so yeah uh how has your christmas been it was very very nice it was very different obviously uh but it was very enjoyable nonetheless we uh mm-hmm. we had a normal christmas sorry excuse me that's just my adoring fans just getting in uh, yeah. touch with me so our christmas morning was as i mean it's our first christmas together so it was that was nice we shared lots mm-hmm. and lots of gifts uh and then i went to my parents house and Climbed in through the back window to pass them their gifts. Um, and we saw my grandparents as well. So all of that was quite nice because we just stopped outside at yeah, various yeah. points and gave them gifts and literally five minutes or so because it was very, very cold. Uh, but then the rest of the day we spent at Alice's parents on their patio outside. Uh, yeah. We didn't go inside at all. Five hours uh, eating Christmas dinner. And I don't know if you're the same, Billy, but shortly after Christmas dinner, I need a Christmas visit to the Christmas toilet. But <laughs> <laughs> it was... <laughs> you need to get a, that. You need to sort out that Yule log, is it? Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> it, it, I mean, I held it in for longer than I usually would on Christmas Day. And goodness <laughs> me when we arrived home well, but it was so cold like in the end when i came back here and sat on the toilet seat the toilet seat was warm that's how wow. cold it was out, outside but how about you billy any difference to your christmas um well you know the plans that we'd made pretty as we've already spoken about mm. actually going up to edinburgh and things like that that changed but it was a pretty normal generic christmas for us um you know got up presents dinner yeah. watch films that sort of that santa had been and all that sort of thing yeah and Lots and lots of chocolate uh, and things like that. Mm. But um, not to ignore my Christmas, Tom, but I know all our listeners will be keen to hear about your Christmas dinner because it was obviously your first ever mm. uh, time not having uh, turkey. turkey. I think turkey, turkey I, might, I don't know, you might have not had turkey before, as in on Christmas dinner, but yeah, obviously no, we, being a we, vegetarian for Christmas, yeah. that's, the, that's the, the, the question. So how did you find that? Obviously eating out in the cold as well might have yeah, enhanced, enhanced it. Um, <laughs> well, but I, how, how I, was it? I've got, to, I've got to give a shout out to John, Alice's dad here. Fantastic dinner. They even ate it as well, and I'm sure that it was 99% vegan. Apparently there was okay. only a little bit of butter in the in the gravy or something like that. There was a little bit of butter, but apart from mash, that, was... maybe no, that we didn't have any mash. It was, it was a very posh dinner. It was, yeah. there was red cabbage. Ooh. There was roast potato, but they were roasted like nothing I'd ever seen before. Billy, they were like, it was like a whole potato. Yeah. And it was, it was Jamie Oliver's recipe. That's what I've been uh, assured. Uh, sprouts, obviously with uh, chestnuts in them. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to quickly look back to Christmas Day on my phone to find you a picture of the dinner for gravy, the as, you, as you said. Gravy, gravy. yeah. Uh, but the, um, the replacing the turkey was a 
uh, a beef Wellington. I'll just obviously not beef, but I'll just hold it up to the screen there, and I know that you won't be able to see it very clearly. Yeah, yeah. But it was so he'd taken a load of vegan burgers or plant-based burgers and mashed them all together to create the okay. the beef the... log. Yeah, and then uh, encased it with some uh, pastry. Pastry, and it was really, it was really really nice. It was very nice to eat, and I, I it was only. Maybe on Boxing Day, or maybe on the. Oh, it was on the walk home. I thought, oh, I did like I hadn't missed any of the meat aspects yeah. of the meal until walking back home. I thought, oh yeah, I was worried about missing pigs in blankets, but didn't actually miss them while I was eating it. So yeah, I think well, and that moves me on nicely to my first res- New Year's resolution. Okay. So me and Alice are going to try and do Veganuary, which yeah. for Alice is not going to be a problem. She's been vegan before, but for me, it's going to be somewhat of a challenge uh because if you know me big cheese lover big chocolate lover crisps as well i've got uh, milk yeah, in yeah. them as well it's a it's going to be a really really tough month and as well because at school i have a free school dinner and i have the same every day because the the only vegetarian option they have is a cheese sandwich so <laughs> i'm gonna have to make my own dinner and stuff for a month but i mean and will I be going into school? Who knows? Anyway. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the that's the other thing. No, yeah, no. I was. I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed your back to the Christmas dinner. I'm glad you enjoyed mm. the the dinner and things like that. I was I was worried about you. I was concerned. Oh. Um, but the, the the one thing that I noticed that was different, other than the meat aspect on that was on my plate, that on your plate was Yorkshire puddings, Tom. Mm. Uh, do they do they not appear on your? No, Christmas- sadly- Sadly not, no. But they wouldn't have done anyway. Like, anyway, uh, but my my parents and my mom never made Yorkshire puddings with the Christmas dinner. Although last year's Christmas dinner included sweet corn, so all bets are off with my mother's Christmas dinner. <laughs> I know. But no, that's why it was because, because she'd forgotten to she'd forgotten to buy peas, so she had like a vegetable medley or something in the freezer, <laughs> and that's that's what went. <laughs> that's sort of weird because that's what I was going to check because Alice's parents aren't um, vegetarian, are they? No, no, oh, no. That's because I didn't they know. Bought what... their, they bought their own turkey, but they ate the same as us on on Christmas. That's what I was going to say because obviously the they were after. they were making a vegetarian Christmas mm. dinner rather than a vegan one, and obviously Yorkshire puddings would appear on a vegetarian and not on a vegan one. But you know, obviously, being from the north, my family uh, Yorkshire puddings must appear on every yeah. roast dinner or their equivalent. Um, yeah. So yeah, we had Yorkshire puddings, pigs and blankets, turkey. Yeah, mm. the works. Uh, parsnips, Tom? Nice. No parsnips? Yeah, there was a parsnip and and a carrot, but they were very, again, very poshly done. They were like okay. caramelized parsnip. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was very, very posh. Very I, might nice. to, I might have to visit this establishment, Tom. It sounded very good. <laughs> it's very, very, yeah. very good. No, yeah. But, I'll, send, um, I'll send you the TripAdvisor reviews. Um, yeah, please do. But I might, might, just because obviously you've mentioned your resolution, I might, I might as well mention mine now. Um, mm-hmm. Similar, maybe it's in a similar sort of way, maybe, because obviously you're doing veganism for you know your health and things like that as well as the environmental mm. benefits i'm gonna try and start running more um i've stopped nice. i stopped for the last you know i was doing a lot i think mm. not this year just gone the year before because i did the cardiff half and it sort of waned last year having the motivation to go out and run and stuff like that so that's my resolution uh it's obviously not as exciting potentially as yours but no, because i've done it i've done it before thing. No, but yours is something new. That's what I mean. Whereas mine is something to yeah. start again, if that makes sense. But um, well, so that's I, my one. I do need to do that as well. But I've got a, a 
a toenail on my big toe is hanging off at the minute, so I don't feel like uh, doing any running for a little yeah. while. But I do. I think I was very guilty of uh, if we, you know, this is a review of the year. Yeah. Look back over the year, back in March when we were locked down originally. Instead yeah. of thinking, oh great, now every day I should make sure I go out and do twenty minutes running, and then eventually that'll build up, like you did and a friend of mine Robbie did as well every day through lockdown they you ran a lot yeah yeah and I just didn't and I think if I'd have done more in that in that time I think I'd be a lot fitter now uh, yeah. and I mean because everything got taken away from us so in, in April that's when cricket would be starting up I'd be doing at least cricket every every week but then yeah. I had football twice a week taken off me as well. So it was yeah. a lot of exercise taken to zero. And then it's taken a lot to build it back up to any sort that's of strength. That's what I was going to say. Now, now we've taken it back off us again. So. That's what I was going to say. is Because obviously everyone, like you're, you're the prime example where you would have normally been doing football twice a week, cricket and all that sort of stuff. It's trying to find that mm. fitness element and being able to do it on your own. Because, you know, we don't know how long the current... Yeah situation we're in you know and gyms are almost as un- probably the most unsafe place on the planet at the minute according to what's going on but um you know that's where a lot of people would normally go but yeah it's i think fit uh, health is going to be the f- focus of you know both our resolutions um, yeah. and things like that but yeah it's something to look forward to at least to try and do um but yeah good good do you Moving get any uh, any good go presents I mean, the hang on, where is it? The best present I had, if I can find it, uh, oh, was so many presents he's got to find it. It's underneath all the quizzes that I've now brought, which we're going to obviously talk about. Was this? I don't know if you can see. Oh, that looks familiar. Uh, it was written by. Uh, it was actually written by a, fa- a very famous person, Tom. I don't know if you realize this. <laughs> by uh, it's John obviously Terry. Wow. By, uh, so just for the Captain. audio listeners. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to be a book about Chelsea, surely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's it's a, a book about uh, Chelsea and all the and them farming all the good players <laughs> around the uh, around the globe. Oh. No, it's, yeah. So it's do, let's just clear it up for the audio <laughs> listeners. It's a it's a joke about uh, no, it's a book about farming jokes, something like that. Yeah, the farming the farming joke book, that your collection of agricultural jokes, amusing stories, and anecdotes. Uh, so yeah, um, I you know if I quickly flick through one and find. Uh, the two best things about my husband are his open wallet and his closed mouth. That's from a farmer's wife. Um, very good. This, very good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm just flicking through and trying to find something. Are, we, yeah. uh, are we allowed to talk about why that was purchased for you, Billy? Or uh, we'll we'll keep that a mystery, I think, for a couple a couple okay. more weeks. We'll keep it a mystery. If you are listening, happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but yeah, that was. I think that in all the most of the other presents. Uh, that I got were chocolate and things like that. It's bec- it's mainly because um, my birthday is next month mm. um, in January, and I've almost pushed my family members to avoid buying me extravagant gifts for Christmas because the week after everything's yeah. on half price, and they can then get me them for my birthday instead. <laughs> so my birthday as and it yeah. always has been. My birthday's always been <clears throat> when I get the more mm. and like looking back through the years it's when i all my the games consoles that i had as presents were bought for my birthday because yeah at the time i didn't realize but that was why it was because the, the sales and things in january obviously yeah. they, it was a better deal and things like that so so yeah that was um that and it's just been this that's the thing that i've gone for so yeah other than chocolates and things like that I, my parents got me a voucher for the um mexican restaurant that is in um that is in cardigan 
which we frequent every week. Get in, get in touch with them about sponsoring this podcast because they've yeah. had more mentions on this podcast than anything else. I will. They and uh, well, normally they they um, the owners they normally go to. I think they go abroad normally for Christmas. They shut like the week before Christmas, and then then they're not back until March or whatever. But they they're stopping mm. where they are, and they're going to open up in January. So yeah, I'll mention it to them. They know that I do my other podcast. Um, so I could I could get them a dual dual sponsorship. Yeah. That's that could be the thing. So yeah, I'll, uh, I'll 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 write it down. That'll be my New Year's resolution to find as a, a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. How about you, Tom? Uh, um, anything? I was very very lucky. I had lots lots and lots of nice presents. Uh, but probably the, the most expensive one uh, was a pair of walking boots. Nice. I, I, I'm not sure if you uh you probably know actually. I haven't got walking boots. I've only yeah. got trainers and every couple of times for the last like couple of years, since I moved out of my parents' house, because my dad threw away my boots yeah. and for some reason my computer that had hundreds of photos, photos and videos, all the video diaries from university just went to the tip because he just he just didn't think and he just yeah. chucked it all away. So all of that's gone. Um, but yeah, so I finally got a pair of walking boots and I've been wearing them. Well, I went for a little walk down the canal the other day while Alice was Alice was at work, and then uh, yeah, it's, that's been a very nice present. I've had a couple of records as well, some more vinyl, more vinyl Blossom, records, yeah, blossoms on vinyl, Beatles revolver on uh, vinyl, and uh, Beatles live from nineteen sixty three live uh, nice. vinyl as well. So that, yeah, it's very very nice gifts, lots that's of nice a... gifts, and pajamas. Of course, as you're because you're now reaching that age where you're uh, an old man <laughs> and pajamas and comfort <laughs> is the essential thing. Walking boots will obviously be followed by a walking <laughs> stick next yeah. year. Um, but no, it was it's funny that you mentioned that because my parents they've started w- walking a lot more recently, um, mm. and um, they were looking at getting walking boots uh, when they were going up to Edinburgh. The plan was for them to because in Cardigan there aren't many shops in terms of you know yeah. big the big chain store so they were planning on going to one of the various shops that are up there and because tr- with walking boots you normally have to try them on you know mm. with footwear you try them on and stuff like that. so they were going up but they've managed to i think it was yesterday this huge six foot box arrived and i was like what the hell is are they ordered and it was the five pairs of walking boots that they'd each oh. bought <laughs> to try on because obviously oh at God. christmas with Christmas at the minute, they've extended like the returns yeah, policies. Yeah. So their plan is is obviously then to go to Carmarthen, which is the nearest big town, uh, which has got the same shop and return all the shoes that they didn't want. So <laughs> they've cut now. I've got. Uh, I think my dad's kept two pairs and my mum's kept one. Um, but mm. uh, the, the the drama that ensued yesterday was hilarious because my my dad said he's going to keep a pair for going on walks and he's kept another pair. For, for special occasions um, and to, <laughs> to, to, to wear out about the town and stuff because wow. that's all he wears is these walking boots so he's got they've got these nice leather ones uh, and they went for this walk and my mum didn't realise until they got halfway around that he wore his posh pair uh, of walking boots <laughs> and, and then when they got home just was laid into him going You've, you were supposed to wear these boots and, da, 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 da. and it's all yeah so that's the drama that's ensued over oh, that's dear. the Christmas beef in, in the road Christmas Christmas beef, <laughs> vegan beef Wellington indeed. Uh, right, shall we have a feature billing? Which feature would you like? It's Christmas, uh, it's, your, it's your choice. What would you shall, like? Shall I, shall, shall I give you one of the questions? Because obviously we're going to oh, yeah. probably throughout. Um, so we, last year we were speaking off air, weren't we? And it was 
we went through the the year and there was various months relate each question was related to a various month the quiz this year because there's not been anything happening in 2020 <laughs> other than this one thing which has stretched the whole year they had the, the quiz that i have hasn't done this the paper that we normally get hasn't done the same thing so it's a bit of a random smattering of questions so question one tom uh, i haven't looked at the answers either so we'll, we can answer these together as we did last time okay. so in in may which co Durham attraction was momentarily the UK's most reviewed tourist spot? Uh, that was Barnard's uh, Castle. There is, there are options, but uh, I will, I will, well, I think we both know that it is Barnard's yeah. Castle. That is, uh, that is true. What were your, was, what were your thoughts, what thoughts, Tom, of that? Oh man. Well, we weren't oh, doing the deal. podcast. That, that was when we were having our little hiatus. Uh, yeah. But it was. Uh, <laughs> It was an infuriating time for lots of people, and I remember being a little bit annoyed. Not, not really angry about it because, I mean, lots of people were breaking lockdown yeah. rules in lots of different ways, weren't they? But for the person who recommended lockdown to then go and do what he did was pretty, pretty stupid, really. But yeah. he's gone now, so he won't be. Yeah, well, that's why I was questioning because obviously, obviously, you know, you just, um, you've just got glasses yourself. Um, mm. Quite recently, did, did you have to do any sort of similar test? Yeah, uh, so they obviously... asked, they asked me to drive down the M5 for uh, for an hour, and uh, if I crashed into anything, I needed glasses. So yeah, there you go. So that, that I think that out of the whole thing, I think that was the bit that I found the most ridiculous was the, the him trying to yeah explain to justify what he was doing. By saying, yeah, I needed to test my eyes out by driving, <laughs> by driving to this place and back to just see if my eyes were fine. And yeah. stuff. So but just everything, happened. everything about his uh, speech or his like explanation was just, just showed him as, as for what he was because he turned up like half an hour late, forty minutes late. So he had the whole of the country watching BBC News for half an hour at this empty table. He yeah. then turned up with the shirt untucked and unbuttoned and just looking like a mess. He then sat down at this table where, you know, everybody else who does a speech outside down. Well, the another thing was it was at the back of Downing Street in the Rose Garden rather than yeah. in the the front of it. it. Just everything about it was just like to annoy everybody. And uh, yeah, it was just well, he was ridiculous. So thank yeah, God he's it, gone. It was it was ridiculous um, and stuff. But yeah, um, do you want me to ask you another one, or do you want to move on to something Go else? Go on, Tom? let's have one more. F- well, okay, this one is quite a lot of these could have appeared on probably the next feature that you're probably going to go to if I if I'm right. So in Nova- in November, the Russian State Aviation Authority recommended that Aeroflot. I don't know what that is, but. Uh, uh, Immediately sack an executive of their budget airline, Pobedia. Um, why is the question? So these are multiple oh, choice. Man. So the airline transported a live bear in the <laughs> flight compartment. The airline advertised a discount for gay and lesbian passengers in, in protest at homophobic legislation. The airline produced an in, instructional video for staff showing them how to make homemade PP out of serviettes, vodka, and shoelaces, or D, <laughs> an aeroplane carrying 102 passengers deviated from its route to trace a flight path, uh, its route to trace a flight path which resembled a scrotum on a flight <laughs> tracking app. Oh, uh, I, <laughs> I, <think, laughs> I think it's that last one, isn't it? I think I saw, I think I saw it on Twitter. Uh, 
Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It is. <laughs> oh, no, actually, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on, oh. hang on. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Yeah. Hang on, because I'm looking at the wrong... Hang on. It, there's a... The scrotum was drawn by the pilots in support of Russian football captain. <laughs> uh, Dizib- is it Dizibia? who had been suspended from the national team after footage of him masturbating was leaked <laughs> to the public. Um, so, yeah. And that's believe it or not for this week. <laughs> there we go. So, yeah, um, there's quite a lot of questions similar to that. So, um, well, I'll try and we'll interject them throughout the rest of the podcast, I think. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, okay. but it, they are quite good, I think. They are quite, <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, let's get this one out of the way quickly. Uh, hang on. This feature and it's time for billy roach's hole oh. billy share your share your fury well i had said it would be the last one this week um so i thought i'd have something to look forward to and i thought it was pretty good of a question however once again i was disappointed <laughs> um by the uh uptake uh, and I can only blame the listeners for not following us on Twitter. <laughs> that's, that's what I've decided. I've yeah. decided to go, decided to go AWOL and blame the listeners now. I've got, I've gone past caring. Um, I've given it my all. But uh, yeah, so the question was, what was the, what sporting event are you looking forward to most in 2021? Now, I will hold my hands up and admit that potentially none of these would happen. So yeah, that exactly. might be why. <laughs> I think that's what I've, I've, that's what I'm taking as no one has voted because they believe none of these four things will happen. Mm. Um, and were unable to vote. So I had the European Championships, the Olympics and Paralympics, the Rugby League World Cup, or Fury versus Joshua. Uh, we had a whopping three votes. Wow. Uh, yeah, three three whole votes. Uh, Tom, do you want to have a prediction as to which? Well, I know that I voted for the Olympics and I, se- I sent it in a WhatsApp group to my family who also liked the Olympics. So I'm going to guess yeah. that it was the Olympics. Uh, it was the Olympics. Well done, Tom. But it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't a whole landslide. Oh no! Uh, Fury and Joshua was the uh, was in second place with mm. one vote. Two votes went to the Olympics and the Paralympics. But again, it's one of those things which hopefully is going to happen. Um, yeah. But I think the way things are being spoken about, I think the priority of the vaccinations are going to go to athletes because they are the most important people on the planet. Um, so yeah, so that's that's the the final poll, Billy Roach's poll. But uh, it may make an appearance in 2021, rebranded into something else. Um, <laughs> but we we we'll we'll leave it we'll leave it for now. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, that's it. Moving on swiftly. Moving on swiftly <laughs> to my favorite th- my favorite sting. Uh, no, <laughs> but it's not going to be football this week. Everton. Manchester United, please United. The reason for United was which Tottenham out for space. Let's use the city. Well, I lied actually, Billy. It is going to be about football. I forgot that I'd actually uh, found these. These are some yeah. uh, two rare interviews from uh, both of our managers, so Wolves and Chelsea's manager. Uh, that they've made this year. Just want to. Uh, this is Frank Lampard. First of all, uh, this is what yeah, he's Christian was really b- game, which is great for him to play two games in that space of time. Fitness-wise, was really b- hits the side net and it looks like he's in. Created a few chances for himself. And as I say, a lot of our play was really. B- now it's a t- little. B- so uh, you have to fight through it. But I thought everything. Can't ask for more from what the players gave. The way they worked it. 
There you go. That was Frank Lampard. A, a filthy interview there. Disgusting. Uh, and this is Nuno from back when Wolves were in the Europa League, when we got knocked out uh, in the quarterfinal stage. One of my highlights of the year, not obviously not us getting knocked out, but knocked the out. European, <laughs> European, the European journey. This is what he had to say about that. European football is as we want to improve. And if we want to improve and, and, and compete against the best ones, European football is just one more detail because the Premier League is, is enough. It's almost like playing Champions League every every week. So for sure, the future the future is, is for us. Thank you very Thank much. You. <laughs> there you go. Oh, There's that. Brilliant. Our meme of the week. But this is what I also had planned. This is not even a meme. This is what Boris Johnson said yesterday about schools uh, remaining open, which is just baffling. Yeah. Uh, the message is schools are safe. Uh, you know, the problem is not the schools. Uh, teachers, uh, school authorities, parents, they made a fantastic effort to make schools uh, safe places. Uh, the issue is the, the, what happens, the spread uh, uh, from, uh, from uh, the, mi the mixing of households that naturally takes place in schools. That's what we're trying to, uh, to combat. So it's not the buildings themselves it's the people in the buildings that's causing the problems. Of course, uh, of course. So if we can oh, just I, know, I hadn't even I hadn't even considered that, Tom. I hadn't even considered <laughs> that that could be the cause of all the problems. Uh, so what he's saying so... is, open the schools, but just don't let any people in there. Yeah, but open that's the schools, obviously... and that'll that'll solve all all life's problems in general. I think across yeah, the board exactly. and stuff. But yeah. um, keep but the shops move... open, but don't let anybody in. But just to go back to Lampard, um, or well, Christensen in particular, I don't. I was trying to find the clip, um, but have you seen that John Terry has slated him? No. So, so I don't know if you saw the 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 Villa goal, but basically, Christensen went down injured. In uh, he wasn't. Oh, uh, okay, right. And uh, on near enough the halfway line, and then Villa scored from across, and Christensen wasn't in the box, and it would have been the area which Christensen mm. would have been in because Aspilicueta had to move over and then the play, it went over his, that makes sort of sense. And Terry yeah. apparently just turned around and went, we should have got up. Yeah. I just said he was like, basically saying he was useless. So uh, it was, <laughs> it was quite funny how the, you know, so, someone like John Terry was just like, yeah, he should have just got up. And I was yeah. saying to my dad arguing at the time, I was like, you'd expect a, you know, if it was Grealish or Hudson Odoi from, you know, from Chelsea's team, if that was them, you'd be half expecting them to stay down. But as a defender, you'd be like, it was literally like a little like yeah. knock, and he just stayed down as if he'd been shot. Um, which yeah. I'm not, so that's probably his last game for Chelsea. That would be my, my <laughs> predictions. It's not it's not on my predictions because I know we're going to make predictions later. But yeah. I would predict that that would be his last game for Chelsea. Um, um, so yeah, so well, yeah. But and, do you want to mention anything about Wolves at the minute, Tom? Before we nope. progress on, because there we are. Sounds good. <laughs> there we are. Uh, there moving on. Uh, let's go to this straight away. When the when it Denmark lands. government are allowing sex with domestic animals during Malcolm lockdown. Pike left a address at when he was the burning Brazilian Chico Rodriguez has stuffed ten thousand government pounds down the government are banning babies to own businesses. A Dutch football team is not allowed to be sponsored by sex toys. A three year old has been swept off by a kite. Bears. It's time for Billy Eve it or not. You are fake news. There we go then. Billy, uh, I've got nothing to say about Trump this week. I don't think I've, uh, I mean, apart from your, your excellent second present, which I don't think had arrived 
uh, no. the time of last recording, which is the little book of Trumpisms, which has provided a lot of entertainment in this house already. Um, but yeah, I've got nothing to say on him this week, so you can go straight on to Believe It or Not. Okay, so the headlines are over 90s will be living it up in nightclubs. Uh, coronavirus board game set to be <laughs> the best-selling board game in 2021. And <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, US Space Force, to be renamed as Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, okay. So that last one then is to do with Trump, isn't it? Because he's, he's been going on about Space Force for quite a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So was his nickname Guardians of the Galaxy then or something, was he? No, they're going to be renamed as Guardians. So where, where so the, you know, the sailors... Are the Navy, airmen, etc., etc., marine mm. submarines? Da, 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 da. That's what they're going to be referred as. The space force people who are members of the space force are going to be known as guardians. Guardians, right? And hence why they'll be guardians of the galaxies because they are obviously part of space force. So that's they're going to be known as guardians. Is there not um is there not a problem with copyright with the uh, Marvel? Uh, at the time of recording, uh. They haven't. There hasn't been any sort of legal uh, complaints or anything lodged by Marvel for that. Um, so yeah, uh, but there's okay. also because there's also a, there's obviously there's a TV show at the minute uh, which was done by Steve Carell, which is called Space Force. Yes. Yeah. Um, and obviously that there's been no. Um, I think that was after. So yeah, th- but there's another thing. There's actually there has been a comment from. Um, James Gunn, who is the writer and director of mm. uh, the 2014 film, uh, which is can can we sue this dork? Um, so it might lead to that. But at the time of recording, there has been no like a, sort of the process hasn't been started yet. Okay, and whose whose idea is it to create uh, this uh, force or to, to change the name? To, to change the name, uh, Mike Pence was the one who has announced it. Um, right. I don't. Ha- I don't have any of It's his thing, isn't it? The uh, space force. That's his. Yeah, uh, that's what he's been doing for the last four years, apparently. Um, yeah, uh, gotta be careful now what we say, Billy, because over half of our listeners now come from the US of A, California yeah. in particular. Those who are listening in San Jose, hello. Yeah, you're. you're uh, I think if that's oh. the case, Tom, we are safe to carry on our t- normal trajectory of how we believe of Trump, because they are obviously. Well, uh, I'm not going to. Ch- I'm not going to change. <laughs> Regardless. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. Um, but President Biden hasn't, oh, President-elect Biden hasn't and that revealed his plans yet for the for Space Force. So it could be that they change, but it could be his last thing that Trump does is to rename <laughs> Space Force as the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. I think he's um, more likely to pardon himself, but uh, never mind. Okay, uh, moving on then. So the COVID board game. Yeah. Like you like your board games, so uh, will this be one that you buy in? Uh, it, it looks an inter- entertaining game. Uh, it consists of people buying groceries on a shopping list for their elderly neighbours uh, who are shielding <laughs> ag- against the virus. Uh, you've got to you've got to collect and swap cards, and the winners this is whoever delivers all their items first. So it's very, you know, on it hits it hits mm. the nail on the head. Uh, as you will and stuff. Um, I've got to say, I'm a little bit disappointed. I thought it was going to be like. Uh, like the end square being like 
the end of the disease. But then, yeah, so yeah. you like you get locked down, so you stay in the same place for two or three goes, or you get a vaccine, so you move. If you're on a six, you get a vaccine, yeah, so you move forward. I don't think it's a survive. It's not a survival sort of game. It's not like um, mm. you know, a pandemic-ish games, yeah. um, or anything like Brisk, where you're moving the virus across the board or things like mm. that. Um, I can't find a picture of the board, but I know the cards have got pictures of masks on the back, which I know you'll wow. enjoy. Um, uh, and there's, you know, there are ones with, you know, which cause you, they've got like the picture of a virus and things like that on them, um, which, um, you know, you know, might miss, miss me like a penalty sort of thing, similar, mm. you know, like a, not like a go to jail card, yeah. um, on Monopoly, but that sort the of R thing. The R rate is increasing. Yeah. Cost. The R rate's increasing. Um, you know, there's various cards like that. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a it's been made by a German company, which obviously that's where most board games are created anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anything else you want to know, Tom? Uh, who's it made by? It's made by uh, two sisters who designed the game, um, the Schwaderlap sisters. I want to say. <laughs> okay. I, I, my German is obviously really good. You know, mm, uh, I can. Obviously, do you want me to spell? Do you want me to spell you the name? Because you might. Your German obviously is a lot better than mine. Go on then. It's S C H W A D E R, and then L A double P. Oh, so like a double-barreled name? No, it's all, all one. one, all one name. I think you're probably quite close. Schwaderlap. Yeah, the 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 the, the sisters. All the, there was a, a group of sisters who've uh, who mm. put it to good use and created this game. So yeah, the, do you want me to do you want me to describe the box to you at all? Um, or are you yeah, all right? go on, yeah. No, it's it it's uh it's got um it's got it's basically toilet roll being streamed across the whole box with people running along the toilet roll and then co images of coronavirus chasing them. Okay, I, d I I might be wrong, but if you told me the name of this board game already, Corona. Oh, very uh, That's original. Yeah, Corona. Okay, and then the final obviously, story. Then it is there is it is German, so obviously the name could change uh, if uh, once it okay. reaches the UK. But uh, but yeah, yeah. All right then. So over nineties going to be living it up in a nightclub. Is this to do with the vaccine? Yeah. So basically, with the vaccine imminently coming in, uh, and there's going to the nightclubs now are going to try and adhere to let the new legislation that's coming in and shift their focus from the young. <laughs> to uh to the old is the basic sort of the sort of premise um that's been going on you know that's the licensing chiefs mm. are looking at changes that they can make to not enable people to come in it's similar sort of thing where they've got a book it's able you know that sort of thing but um but yeah that's that's the current thought process that's um being put forward to the uh the house of commons if, if you will which will okay so it is in it is in the uk then yeah it's so in the uk yeah why why over nineties and not eighties? Because they, I think that's the, that, the that's the that's the that's the headline that they've gone for. But I think it's going to be those. It's going to be one where they're allowing people over nineties and then over. You know, it's that sort of they're going to go down the, mm. the tier <laughs> system. I think it's more focusing on those who've had the vaccine, um, which is the predominantly those older that older generation yeah. um, at the minute. That sort of thing. I think that's the, so. What what else are they going to put on? So not just opening the doors. What what are they going to do to offer it to the the elderly 
I think bingo is going to be top of top of the list. Uh, <laughs> but can I just but, a, can I just ask them why wouldn't they just open the bingo halls? Uh, this is nightclubs are trying. Yeah, this no, is, but what, this is what but, nightclubs what, are going to try and, and combat okay, with. All right, then. So what else are they going to do then to to drag people away from going to the bingo halls if they? Do you know what I mean? Tom, Tom, I'm not a publicist, okay? I'm not going to well, try you've, you've and made, you've, you've made this story up, Billy, so I'd like you to try and get yourself out <laughs> Why do you think I've made this one up? <laughs> because you're flapping. Uh, well, this is all I've got is the story that's here. Is Go that's on, it's a bingo. Announced. What else? Well, I made the bingo bit up, yeah. I'll Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Murray Mints, uh, Horlicks. Yes, could be. It could be. Uh, I'm just scrolling through now. It's in Scotland, I can tell you that. It's in. It's a Glasgow. Uh, why are they going to the House of Commons then, Billy? They should be going to the whatever the de- de- devolved government is. Yeah, the, Sc- the Scottish government. I've just said House of Commons. That was my mistake. But it's the Scottish government. Oh, there's a lot of. Glasgow. Oh, that was just my mistake. Oh, yeah, that was my mistake. So it's the Scottish government's oh, COVID nineteen. Tourism and hospitality guidance. That's what they'll have to uh, comply with. If uh, <laughs> and the premise license, licensing, licensing board. That is what they need to go to. Uh, the okay. decision under temporary arrangements. Decisions will be need to be made by the clerk to the licensing board, and they'll have to do a COVID nineteen risk assessment. They'll have to look at an operating plan, a layout plan. Uh, <laughs> I mean, oh, he's 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 changing my mind now. Yeah, <laughs> doing well. <laughs> Uh, all right then. So, uh, I don't think there's anything else I need to know about that one. Probably not, Tom. No. Uh, I think I'm going to stick with my gut then, Billy. I think I'm going to say that the over '90s nightclub one is is fake, but there'll be an element of truth behind it. No, there's no truth behind it, Tom. Whatsoever. All right. I've made it up. Um, so ba- basically, what I've done is I've just taken uh, a news story about night. So they were. It was in the paper about uh, someone rogged in saying that that's uh, what they're going to be doing. Um, they, they were going to have uh, their nan was going to be MC Walking Frame um, oh. was the name of their, their nan who's going to be visiting <laughs> these. Uh, but I thought if I told you that, you'd you'd know straight away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were just going to, every bar, music venue and nightclub will adjust to cater for them. Uh, but by the rest of the, uh, by the time the rest of us are vaccinated, her mum will become MC Walking Frame. Uh, so I, then okay. I just taken a news story that obviously when nightclubs had to adhere to the other policies that I didn't even mm. introduce. Um, but yeah, but yeah, the other two stories, the board game um, is well, it's not set to be uh, probably the best-selling game, but it's it's yeah. sold. They sold two thousand copies in Germany, um, yeah. and so I've been signed up for a toy store for its second distributor. So they they've just been selling it out of their home of these four mm. sisters. Um, <laughs> That was released uh, just before Christmas, and then Guardians of the Galaxy is true as well. That's true as well. That's insane. Great way to end the year, Tom. Getting oh, yeah. it right. Well, um, I was going to say, but you do, usually you do so well at, at doing that, playing it all straight. But you've made so many mistakes. Yeah, it was the it was the uh, it was quite hard um, because I was literally looking through this article, and then you got the question. I think that's the thing as well is the question that you ask. If I've thought of the question that you've asked, I am pretty good at making it up. Mm. But that one, I was like, shit, I'm making it up now. Whereas I should have gone, like I normally do. Oh, I didn't say anything. Oh, it's not like that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. but um, very good. Uh, right, well, I've got a podcast idea for you, Billy. 
you've teased it already, but I've got a different one as well that I've actually spent a lot of time researching, so I want to make sure I talk about that one as well. So the one that you and Alice have just come up with is called Absolute Disaster, which is yeah. a spin-off of Absolute Scenes. Or it should be called Absolute Disasters, shouldn't it? And it's uh, me learning to cook each week <laughs> with different uh, different disaster. Yeah. Uh, so that's that one. My with actual your, idea. With your vegan meals, it would be as well, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ve- yeah absolute vegan disasters. <laughs> <laughs> so my podcast idea is called The A-Roads of England <laughs> or, or Britain. Uh, do you know how many principal A-Roads there are, Billy? Uh, 217. Incorrect. Nine. <laughs> so the country I didn't I've actually learned this through doing it so I think it might actually be an interesting uh, podcast to do. I'm just, so I'm just going to uh, mute you now whilst you're born. <laughs> so there's there's nine principal A roads the biggest you know the longest one going from London to Edinburgh the A1 yeah. and then you've got the A2 I can read them all out to you if you wish Billy if you really uh, want me to I will I will honestly I will uh, Billy hang on oh, oh, there we are great just I apologize. So I apologize a, to everyone listening. Or we can play we can turn it into a game then. So there's the A1 to A6, they all begin in London. And then yeah. A7, A8, and A9 all begin in Edinburgh. So let's play. Where does the A road go? So I've already given you A <laughs> A1 goes from London to Edinburgh. A2 goes from London to Liverpool. Incorrect, it's Dover. Uh, A3 goes from London to Liverpool. <laughs> Incorrect. It's Portsmouth. Uh, A4 goes from London to Cardiff. You're in the right kind of, well, it turns into the M4, but it's uh, Avonmouth, which is in sort of Bristol sort of way or yeah. Somerset. Uh, A5, London uh, to Liverpool or Manchester. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah, Hollyhead, which is yeah. Angle scene, isn't it? So yeah, yeah. Uh, then the A6 goes from London to Newcastle. Very not bad again, Billy Carlisle. Pretty good, yeah. well done. Uh, and then, well, we can carry on playing. Uh, A seven goes from Edinburgh to. I'll give you a clue. Goes this one goes south from Edinburgh. Uh, Manchester. I'll just go back there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Car- Carlisle. Okay. Uh, the A eight goes from Edinburgh to Manchester. <laughs> no, it goes north. I think to Greenock. Yeah, Greenock, is it Greenock Morton or something like that? It's a football team, uh, and then A nine goes from Edinburgh to Belfast, Scrapster. <laughs> so Billy, very disappointed. That's zero out of nine that you've got there. Uh, we can continue. I've got I've got A ten to A nineteen. So these are the save save them for next week, Tom. Save them for okay. next week. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, the idea of the podcast is that I take a celebrity on and I drive the length of each A road. So they're the principal A roads, but then obviously you have other yeah. A roads that come off the principal A roads. So uh, I've just told you the longest one. So the longest episode would be from London to Edinburgh for the A one, which yeah. is four hundred and ten miles. Yeah. Uh, one podcast interview. The shortest is the A308 in Berkshire, just off the junction 8 and 9 of the M4, which is one kilometre. So that would be... <laughs> if you wouldn't mind, Billy, next week, do you fancy coming on to start the series in Berkshire? I was going to say, are you going to have... I think you should change it, Tom. I think you should do... Depending on the celebrity that you get, 
you should mm. do the corresponding because obviously you've got A list celebrities, B list right. celebrities, C. So you should so do A1 the corresponding. would be like the queen. An A, an A celebrity. Then if you get a B lit celebrity, you could do a B road, and then you could do a C right. celebrity. You could go all the way. Uh, that's 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 what you could do. <laughs> get you on a cul de sac. <laughs> yeah, there we are. We could just do uh, you know the road down here for you know in cardigan. That, yeah. that can be our road and stuff. So yeah, yeah. sounds sounds so good, Tom. With that one, I was thinking about length of episodes rather than just, you know, we've, well, you've also got longevity. There's quite a lot of A roads in the, in yeah, the country. Yeah. I learned about how uh, each road is um, given its number as well, but uh, I, I'll, I'll probably save that for another episode. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, yeah. That'll be, that could be your, that's the introduction episode. That's episode one. Is obviously, how <laughs> just all me the roads there. got the, Yeah. Mm. Uh, talking about it. And yeah, well done, Tom. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. Do you want to uh, um, go on? Give us another couple of questions. Billy, yeah, I was going to say, John, another another couple of questions. Okay, so um, Brazilian Senator Chico Rodriguez was arrested, in, was arrested in October when during his raid on his property, police uh, dis- allegedly discovered diamonds 10, worth 20... Pounds. Oh, diamond, no. Diamonds worth uh, $25,000 uh, hidden in his, ca- in his cat's collar. Cocaine <laughs> worth five thousand dollars hidden in a fake lighter that, like you would you see in uh, gadget shops, almost thirty thousand reales in cash hidden inside his underwear near his buttocks, <laughs> or a version of Edvard's Munch the Scream, which was stolen in Oslo in twenty sixteen and thought <laughs> lost. Which which was it, Tom? Can you remember? Uh, it was the um, he had it down his pants and neither money he was down his pants. He did. <laughs> so that appeared in the quiz, Tom. I'm wow. sure you're, you're glad to hear. Uh, I'm I just am. looking through now. See if there's another another one which is good. Oh yeah, here we are. Uh, I know you watched this religiously, Tom. So I am expecting you to get the right answer here. Mm. So keeping up with the Kardashians ended after oh, 19 yes. seasons this year. Oh, did it? I mean, oh yeah. gosh, yeah, I remember, yeah. Yeah, you, I know you were very... 19 seasons. Yeah, 19 Bloody seasons, Tom. Which unlikely talent does Kim Kardashian claim to possess? Is oh, it a, I know this. She can see other people's emotional energy. Wow. B, she can smell people's dental, dental cavities. <laughs> yeah. C, yeah. she can hear dog's thoughts. Mm. Or D, she can taste the rainbow. Um. This is actually a trick question, and it's all of them. <laughs> is it? Uh, let, me, <laughs> let me go. Let me let me have a look because I don't know the answer to this question. I imagine. Uh, is it, seriously? I think it's the dentures one. She can smell the. Tom, you are on a roll. Is it? That is that is correct. B. She can smell people's dental cavities. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Can't oh, we all? It's not a special... you're, you're on a roll. You're on a roll with this. That's all I can say is it must be something not something in the air. It must be that that's about the 20, they've had. It's about 2021. Uh, right. Finally, then, for today's episode, because, spoiler alert, I've ordered a pizza to come. I ordered it at 12 o'clock. It's coming at about 7-ish. Uh, but Alice's parents are coming as well, very, very briefly. So I don't want to miss that. Our predictions for 2021. We I've asked you for two fairly sensible ones and one outlandish one. So do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, you can decide which is which, Tom, because okay. uh, you, you might be able to decide. So do you want all three or do you want me to go one at a time? And we, and... Go all three then. If I've got to guess which one is the outlandish one. 
Okay, so I've got uh, England not to win the European Championships. They are currently favourites to win it, by the way. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, of course so, they are. Of course they are. Um, Donald Trump not to attend Biden's inauguration or leave the White House before January 20th. Or the final one is Tom to be engaged by 2022. Now, you can decide which is the most outlandish one, Tom. I know wow. which one I would say. <laughs> I'd say the, la- the last one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I thought. I was struggling to think of an outlandish one. And I went... This will be a good one to do. <laughs> I knew it was going to be. I knew it was going to be that when you said, "Oh, you won't guess." I was like, "I bet I can." Um, <laughs> right, here are my three. Then again, you have to guess which one is the outlandish one. So, is uh, it Billy to be engaged by twenty twenty three? Billy to be a farm baron. <laughs> uh, so the first one is there to be crowds, full stadiums by the end of next year. Okay. Full crowds, full stadiums. I've also gone for. I've just written Trump will never leave. But, th- <laughs> but what what I actually meant was what you've you've said. I, I've he said. won't at- he won't attend the inauguration, and he's going to do. He's he's on about trying to host his own rally on that same day, same which day. I think would be yeah, yeah. funny. And then aliens. But aliens, what? Aliens will and there there be a new alien they, film. <laughs> no, there there will be an alien discovery or invasion or something. Aliens are going to be part of our lives. But I mean, if if you'd have said this time last year that we'll all be locked in our houses because of a virus, you'd have gone, "We stupid." Yeah, I'm telling you now that in a year's time, <laughs> yeah, obviously there's I aliens. Think, yeah, obviously I think it's... there was a a meme going around the other day that was like, "In five years' time, you'll." Go into a coat pocket and you'll pick out a mask and you go, oh, what a funny old year before you it's grab right. your machete and you walk out into the wasteland outside. <laughs> well, I, I um, last night I watched um, my favourite film of all time, Back to the Quite Future 2. Oh. Uh, no, we don't talk about that film, Tom. Um, um, so, and it's funny how in the 80s, how they thought obviously 2015 was going to be in all these flying mm. cars and stuff and things like that. So uh, I think your your outlandish prediction is probably more likely, I think, than my outlandish prediction, uh, my outside prediction of you being engaged, Tom. I think aliens landing this year are more likely than you getting engaged this year. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that, I think that's a fair assessment of how uh, how ridiculous our predictions yeah. are there. Yeah. Um, but well, no, yeah, it's funny, it's funny that we've had, it's funny that we've both had one um, in relation to Trump, um, do, with your sport one, Tom, do you think that at the end of 2021, we still will have fans in stadiums or do you think we'll have them back and then they'll go again? Does that make sense? Uh, I've, I think once they're in, I think that'll be it then. Uh, but I've put, the, I've put, I've written down by the start of next season because I think there'll come a point where there'll be so much pressure from the public and then from uh, smaller football teams that they need to have fans like uh, I don't know if you've seen today Marine who's due to play Tottenham Hotspur at home yeah. they're losing out on I think between 30 and 70 thousand pounds because of lost revenue and sponsorships yeah. and stuff like that they've lost that which is a huge amount of money for a club like that so it'll get to a point where enough people are vaccinated and uh, enough people understand the risk of going into grounds themselves into crowds themselves that I think probably by August and September there will come yeah. a point where right let fans back into the grounds now because we'll see it for a long long time yeah yeah the rest for 
I think it's going to be the rest of this season will be behind closed doors. I'm not expecting to go to the Wolves for a long time. Yeah. And then, but just the, the, not for, they might use well-being for a lot of people as a, yeah. a mental health, as a, as a argument. I think it will get brought up. The, there's a time, there's a time to be able to do it because I think everybody's accepted that this season's a write-off, but then you've got three months in the summer to try and get things fixed. I don't imagine that the European Championships will be going ahead as they right. were planned to across Europe. I think they'll be in one place and there won't be any fans there. Or if there are, it's that might be the test. It might be very limited yeah, yeah. to the number of fans. But then, <clears throat> I mean, they're already talking about, there's, I think there's been half a million people vaccinated within a week. If they go, if they really work hard and do it like they've been doing in Israel and stuff, when they've had people lined up out of places for months and months and months, uh, sorry, hours and hours and hours and just injecting them. <laughs> but it will be, it would take months. It would take months to get the whole yeah. population vaccinated. But that's what that's what it will take. And I think this is not just for football crowds, but for just the general atmosphere in the country. It needs to be going back yeah. to normal um, in a safe way. Because, I mean, I've been to the shops recently and people are not behaving in the correct way. There was an interview on BBC Five Live this morning with a doctor and a consultant saying, if there's people out there who are not wearing masks, you've got blood on your hands. And the, unfortunately, there's a large proportion of the country who are going out and still behaving in the exactly the same way as they would do if there wasn't a virus and they're causing it to get worse. And, uh, and it's going to continue in that way until enough people are vaccinated and but there will be a struggle in trying to get people vaccinated because there'll be anti-vaxxers. There'll be people saying that Bill that Gates was, um, is trying to control them. But because that was going to be my, um, <laughs> that was going to be my outlandish one. Was going to be uh, that we're all going to turn into zombies from the yeah. vaccine. Um, that would be that would be the was the one I was flirting with the idea. But I thought this one is much more funny than the one that I've gone with. Um, so yeah, that was, it was going to be something related to the vaccine and stuff. That was going to be the my one. But yeah, it's. Not that we like to end on a, a sour note as well, but it's going to be interesting. The only reason I asked about the stadiums was because I thought, yeah, I can see in the summer how they'll allow, like, like you say, they might do a test pilot with the Euros or something, mm. or maybe not the Euros, another competition or something along those lines in the summer. Um, but I thought by the winter, will they go down a similar route again where they're restricted? You know, if there's another, you know, I don't, yeah. we don't know what's going to happen and stuff. But no. that's a story for next year, Tom, to, to exactly. worry about. Um, but, but, uh, uh, but yeah. I think we'll finish it there. And thank you for everybody who's listened throughout the, the calendar year. Uh, yeah. We've enjoyed all the support through people listening. And uh, hopefully the podcast will continue to grow. Now we've closing in on 60 episodes. Uh, but personally, it's been a very, very good year. I've enjoyed lots of it. Uh, despite the tension, the stress, there's been a lot of change in my life and a lot of positive change. And I've loved every second of it. Well done, Tom. Well done. I couldn't put it better myself. But thank, yeah, I just echoing it. Just thanks to everyone who listens and stuff. So hopefully we'll continue to grow. Share the podcast and vote on the poll. <laughs> yeah. Now that it's me doing it, vote on the poll. Yeah. Right. Thank you very much, everybody. Have a safe new year and we'll see you next week. Cheerio. Bye.